Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I've stretched this sermon on victory one more day because I think it's so essential for us. Preparing for victory because we want to be victorious. I certainly want to be victorious in my life. I want to be a victorious Christian who change and touch life through the power of Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the last couple of days, and I thank you for today as we start a new week. Thank you for all you do in our lives. May we see you, and may we see you clearly. Thank you for the many people that listen. I pray their lives would be touched. Thank you for all those on the radio that are speaking God's truth. Thank you for Pastor Paul that follows me and Pastor Jim that is before me. Lord, lead them. May all of us be a living witness for you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, as I wind down this message on on being victorious, I'm just going to share you a few things today, and then tomorrow we'll move on to something else. But something that we have to do as Christians and as people, we must stand strong. The world would like you to be tossed to and fro when things happen to discourage you, to turn your back on God and turn your back on the church and turn your back on your Christian family and friends. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, people, that spiritual warfare is real and none of us have ever been promised the perfect life, a perfect life without disease or frustrations or failures or disappointments. Folks, I, I go through them. I get frustrated. I get angry. I have to seek God all the more and say, help me in my moments of weakness. When I've dealt with some frustrations over the last couple of weeks, I've had to call upon him more and more. We have to fight through disappointments. So many times disappointments take us take us the wrong direction and we start giving up. We start turning our back on the things of God instead of turning to God. You have victory in Jesus. He has promised it to you if you stand strong in him. People of God, stand strong in him. When the enemy attacks, know that God is there to help you shield it off. God is here to say, there to see you through. When you stumble, get back up again. My father used to say that all the time. Son, don't let things get you down. Get back up again. And I watched my father in life. I watched sometimes he was treated poorly just by people, just because I think he was so loving. And I watched him love those people. I watched him get down. I don't think I ever saw my dad in a deep, discouraging time. My mom, different story. I watched her discouraged on a number of times. My dad, he wouldn't allow it to happen. He said, God is greater than all this. God will see us through. Oh, I remember him saying, he called my mom Dora. Her name is Doris. Oh, Dora, we'll be fine. We'll make it. God will take care of us. Dora, has God ever let us down? Has God, he's always been there for us. So why would we not trust him now? I, mean, I remember all these things from my father and my mother and their conversations. And it was, it was always interesting. But I, I was so fortunate to have that upbringing. So fortunate to see and sense and be a part of that. But you know what? Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Here's Paul writing to another church, the church of Galatia. He says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. We will reap if what, folks? If we do not give up. Can you say that with me out loud wherever you are, unless you're in a restaurant? If we do not give up, we will reap a harvest. 
As a pastor, I have dealt with people who have thrown in the spiritual towel and said, enough is enough, and I don't see the hand of God. Guess what? You lose. You lose because you didn't keep the faith. You didn't press on to the high calling of God. You were in the race and you let the runners breeze on past you because you were tired and you didn't want to deal with life anymore. The Apostle Paul was constantly harassed and so many wanted to bring him down, but he understood that if he stood the test, there would be a crown waiting for him in heaven and he would spend forever with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords And so no matter what anyone did or what anyone said, he would make it. Folks, I'm here to tell you in life that you can make it. Your God is bigger than anything anyone could throw at you. And I know there's people out there right now saying, Pastor, you just don't know what I've been through. You, I did. There is no way that you could have made it either. Nobody can make it. It's, It's just too hard. I am telling you, Do you realize the size of God you serve? He was the creator of the universe. He put the rivers, the ocean, the lakes in place, the streams, the creeks. He put the mountains where they are, trees on the mountains. He put the animals on this land. And he made you in the image of Almighty God. He created Adam and Eve. From there, life took off. And folks, so many times we forget. We serve the God of the universe, the God that can do all things, the God that wants to heal, the God wants to give you strength in your weaknesses. And when you're struggling to call upon him, I've been able recently to pray with some people that have just struggled in their life. I love to pray with people. I love to pray and ask God to be with them. And my prayers certainly aren't any more powerful than anybody else's prayers. But I'm telling you what, I call upon Almighty God and I know He hears my prayer. I know He hears my prayer and He answers in His way. He doesn't answer in my way. Oh, I have some great ideas. There's some ways I'd love for Him to answer some things, but it's not always that way. Sometimes they're exactly that way. Sometimes God just delivers in a a very uh, real way in some things we're praying about particularly. You know, and some I remember a lot of financial prayers over the course of time, things that we needed and the church needed and we needed the hand of God. And I'm telling you what, God delivered over and over and over again. You know, there's an old hymn that says, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Do you trust him today? Are you obeying him today? I know there's been times of crisis that we hit. And we wonder if we're going to make it or not. We do. And I, folks, I'm telling you, I speak from experience. Denise and I probably had those same thoughts 27 years ago when our son Luke died in a car accident. I will never forget the pain and the turmoil and the frustrations and the thoughts of why my boy was five and a half years old. In two weeks, he was starting kindergarten in in the, in the kindergarten teacher's class, Miss Jenny's class. We were excited to have him in the class. And it was going to happen. And he had already been through preschool, and he was amazing. He loved He knew things. He was, he was ahead of his years in academics and in life. And then in one quick, frustrating moment, he was whisked from our life. 
And I'm telling you what, it was devastating. It was devastating. And my wife was in Indiana. I was in Vancouver, Washington with my son. And and all I could think of, why? Why? I went to the hospital by myself and sat there in the waiting room knowing that he was gone. I picked him up off the street. I knew he was gone. And I was trying to think, how do I call my wife in Indiana and tell her this news, that our one and only son, our child, the, the kid that we love so much, the kid that the church loved, who had prayed miraculous prayers at age four and five, and the church knew what a spiritual kid he was at four and five, and then now he was with the Lord. And I thought, can I continue in ministry? Do I, how do I continue to go? How do I continue to walk in the house and just have that quietness that he's not there? And I remember going in and grabbing his clothes and smelling his clothes. And and we finally, my wife says, Tommy, we can't memorialize him. We need to get rid of these things. And it was so hard for me to, to get rid of those things. I just wanted every essence of him being there. But it, I tell you what, if it wasn't for the power of God working through people and my my friends, my friends, Mel and my friends, uh, Mel and Joy and Pete and Kelly and, and others and just wrapped their arms around us and, and made sure that we were okay. And, and I'm telling you what, in the church family, church was small back then, but they were there for us and we had to make a choice. And that choice was, are we going to be victorious in life? Or are we going to let this crisis tear us down the remainder of our days? And my wife and I, one day, it was about a year later, we walked around and we cried together out in the parking lot of the church and just missing our son. And God just kind of laid on our hearts, you know, I got a great plan for you. Let's go. Get up. Let's move. And, you know, let's be victorious. Yes, we made it. And it's been years now, 27 years. But you know what? We miss our son. But we know he's with Jesus. We know that we'll see him again because we are promised victory because there's victory in Jesus, and he's awaiting us with the Lord, and it's going to be a great reunion. I'm excited about it. But we go through those things. Some of you have gone through worse things than that. We have a lady in our church whose daughter was murdered by her son-in-law. Horrible situation, just horrible. I can tell you another, I have another one uh, situation very similar that a son was killed by, by somebody. I mean, amazing things that we go through in life. You go through some of them. Maybe some of them aren't as bad. But I can tell you this. God is always there. He's not going to leave you, but he wants you to get up. He wants you to find victory. Understand this. Through God, through Jesus Christ, victory is imminent. Victory is imminent. I got news for you. The battle is over, and Jesus Christ has won. He won the victory. He went to the cross, and he rose three days later, and the sins of the world were on his back. But he shed his blood on Calvary for each and every one of you so that you can make it. And folks, you can make it. Stop doubting and believe he is preparing you for victory. Luke eighteen twenty seven says, What is impossible with man is possible with God. God will work. God will see you through times and give you tough times and give you victory. Trust in him and believe. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for every listener. And Lord, I know every listener has gone through tough times. Some are going through them right this moment. And in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, lift them up. Show them your hand. May they see you clearly. Guide their lives. Prepare them for victory that they can be victorious in you. In Jesus' name. 
Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.